Alec, welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie Podcast. I'm April Edmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin DeClue! And I'm Colin Cunningham. Oh, wow, it's the master of disguise himself that's in the room oh, with us. it's a Dana Carvey, am I right here? Oh. Oh, boy. Okay, so And we're today, starting off on a good foot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> today Some we, racist stereotypes. We finally... Wait, you can't be uh, racist against Italian people, Yes, Colin. this is true. That's the rules. This is true. So I can just do it whatever I want, then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, mama And as mia. we all know, there's no racism in Canada, right? It's true. No. Um, so... Solved it all. Just hey, uh, it's the convoy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so we're... A lot of people have mentioned this movie to me for this podcast. Because it really yeah, is kind of people are known. like master of disguise. April, you gotta do it. You gotta it, do it on the podcast. It's pretty m- well known as the worst <laughs> movie ever. And um, I don't know about that, but I'm gonna start this off by saying it's not as bad as Son of the Mask too. Wait, oh, I love Son of the Mask. I, I was hoping that April was gonna come into it. this podcast and be like, you know what? I kind of like Master of Disguise. <laughs> a little disappointed you did in April. She did not. No, I didn't like it. No. And Colin, this is all your fault. This is my pick. Yeah, this has been on my list. I keep a like a secret list of movies we can a do on the podcast. List. Yeah, well, it's, it's on my it's on my secret. iPad notes. No one's gonna see it ever. I have to like show my face ID <laughs> yeah, to like Build get a scan. Call. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this was on the list. Uh, I've never seen it before. Uh, just the image of him in the turtle outfit just came into my head and I well, started laughing. I think laughing. that like me and April were probably the ripe age to see like a million ads for this when it was coming out. Like, oh, yeah. me endlessly. too. Morning yeah. 9-11. Let's get it I, off our chest. Yeah. Everyone knows this trivia about this movie that when they shot the turtle scene, 9-11 ha- happened and they had a moment of silence with the turtle club. Okay. This is not true according to the IMDb no. trivia. Yes, it's a, it's, legend? it's a long running rumor that they found out about 9-11 while they were shooting the scene. But yes. what actually happened was the movie started shooting September 24th. Oh. And the very first scene they shot of the movie was the turtle scene. So it's almost even you worse because when the director... The becomes a legend, print the yeah. legend. That's what no, I no. say. The director... It's kind of almost worse because the director <laughs> uh, gave a big speech to the cast and crew and they had a moment of silence before they started shooting. Okay. And Dana Carvey was in the turtle outfit. Okay, so it's kind of true. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of true. But yeah. like, yeah, if 9-11 happened while they were shooting uh, it, they'd probably stop shooting, right? Uh, yeah. I guess it's like a million dollar movie. It's like, I didn't even go back. Uh, to, uh, we didn't even go home when 9-11 happened. We finished our school day and went back to school the next day, too. I was just talking about this uh, yesterday, and uh, mm. I didn't even know about it until I went home. But my coworker wow. was like, uh, they wheeled a TV into the library and showed everyone. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and then everyone went home. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> um, I was at work at the time, you know, because I was an adult. Adult an working. older man older man yeah. um yeah my roommate and they were like me. we're going to war we're sign up call <laughs> sign up rico yeah <laughs> dun, dun, are you doing your part um, i want to be a citizen <laughs> so yeah a friend of ours i think worked in one of the twin towers uh she worked for bloomberg oh, no. I don't know if it was in one of the towers, but uh, I woke up to my roommate saying, like, what building does she work in, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, check out the TV. And I, like, ran out. I'm like, holy shit. Wait, you woke up? Were you, like, napping at work or something like that? No, I was asleep. This is before I went to work. And then when we got to work. I thought it happened in the middle of the day. Uh, yeah, I, I okay. was a late sleeper. It was a late shift. <laughs> okay. So a late sleeper. But the no, late, it, it, uh, it, it happened. Shift. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And then when we got to work, it was like all over. You know, everyone was watching on the TV and stuff. 
and uh, they were like, get back to putting Wolverine's claws on, Colin. We got to no, continue this working. Before that. And then they laid a bunch of people off. Like, uh, they always use these excuses to lay no people way. off. No oh, way. Yeah, yeah. On. It's oh. like, uh, oh, the market is, like, dipping because of 9-11. And then the, the, they just get rid of, like, well, people. Well, we were feeling the repercussions of 9-11 to this day, but especially in this movie, um, which came out <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Wait, one, year, one, one year later. I'm just saying, movies... April's like, we should have never pulled out of Afghanistan. (laughs) 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 Movies were in a weird place um, for a while around this time. Yeah. Um, In the early 2000s. If it wasn't shot during 9-11, it was done after, the nation wasn't ready to laugh yet, right? Which would explain the movie. It would would explain why uh, it was such a failure. But didn't, um, I remember it was at Pearl Harbor came out, like, Right after nine eleven, or it's on bad timing. Oh, yeah, probably was, December season, right? Then uh, or, I can't. Re- I can't or remember. Maybe summer? No, if it was right after. Hmm. But it was a huge bomb, and they blamed nine eleven. That's pretty a lot. Of I mean, look was... at the movie, my friend. I, I thought <laughs> that theatrically, I was doing my due diligence. <laughs> when I watched the, this movie, uh, <laughs> this yeah, is your I, Pearl Harbor. I, I was reminded of Pearl Harbor. And Wait, 9/11. no, Pearl Harbor came out May twenty fifth, two thousand and one. So what the if, fuck? If they were blaming it on 9 11. <laughs> they're like, they're still not in the theaters in September to see it. They, they would use any excuse to explain yeah. why their movie bombed, not because it looked like a piece of Who, shit. Who, Michael Bay? Yeah, probably. I want to watch Pearl Harbor again now. All four hours of it. No, or long it's it not, is. is it? Yeah, that's what I've never seen. Um, So, speaking of long it movies. It's coming soon. No, this, <laughs> movie. this movie is apparently only like 69 minutes with like. 10 minutes of credit. It does yeah. not feel 70 minutes long. I know. Uh, it, feels it feels much longer. Like two and a half hours. And I walked away like probably midway during the credits. <laughs> You're and like, I where's it, Colin? And then he's yeah. like through the window. And just I'm like, no. <laughs> <off in> the <laughs> distance. I was like putting a noose on the ceiling. <laughs> but no, turtle, I was in the, turtle? I was in the back just like looking, going through the IMDb trivia for the movie. And April kept saying like, it's still going. It's still it's happening. They legally still have to reach a certain amount of time before so they when can... you think it's over. Jesus. And they do bloopers <laughs> and a million deleted scenes. Yeah. There's still more. You can tell there's so many scenes cut from this movie. Mm-hmm. Just, just, at how little sense it makes narratively. Now, before we get into the film, yeah. I'm going to be straight up. I've said this in other places. I never watched SNL when I was a kid. I don't really? have an SNL period. None of my friends okay. watched SNL. So, like, Dana Carvey is someone that I know from Wayne's World and right. this. Really? Wow. Oh, and the Dana, Car- the Dana Carvey sketch show, okay. which is very funny, because famously it had uh, so many uh, soon-to-be-famous people, like Stephen Colbert. Yeah, there's a good documentary Louis about that. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I think Charlie it was Kaufman. called Too Funny to Fail or something. Yes. But it's, a, it's, it's, it's a fascinating story. Um, I, I did watch SNL, although his, like when he was on was a little before my time, yeah. but I still saw lots of clips floating around, and I always thought Dana Carvey was very funny. Yeah, it's the, I mean, he was a my master SNL. master impressionist, as we he, learn in Master of Disguise. He was my like SNL guy growing up, mm-hmm. like it it was him. It was Phil Hartman. Uh, oh, Mike Phil Myers. Hartman is so funny. See, that's I, one of the things is that like I watch old SNL episodes and I go, mm-hmm. eh, I probably had to be there. But anytime a Phil Hartman sketch, the glue of SNL. Yeah, it's I'm great. Like, oh, he is. Yeah, he always delivers. But yeah, that was that was my team. It was like Carvey, John Lovitz, uh, Mike Myers. <laughs> John, <laughs> John Lovitz was there. Not he was kind cast, of on the t- he was on the talent. Wait, on your list is True. High School High there, Colin? 
What was that? The the John Lovitz uh, starring film High School High. Oh, is that when he plays like a uh, rhinestone cowboy at the school dance? Uh, I think so. It's I a think parody it was, of like I, Dangerous Minds and things did, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I forgot he was a cast member. I thought he was just a guest. Yeah, star. no. Silly me. He was kind of before, I think, Carvey, maybe, or, or just sort around of like, the same time, around the same yeah. time. Yeah. And, you know, he did like Church Lady. Uh, that was a big deal. That was Dana Carvey. Yeah. Yeah. John Lovitz was like, you know, the, the line. Yeah, what was John yeah. Lovitz characters? Uh, you know, the, the lying guy, you know, yeah, he'd come on weekend update and talk uh, about, uh, hmm. you know, my wife, yeah, that's Wait, the ticket. I always thought that high school high was like a bad, uh, Zaz film, even though I loved it when I was a kid and I'm looking here in the credits, <laughs> it was a Zaz production. Well, is it really? some of them, it was written by David Zucker and Pat Proft and okay. was directed by Hart Bachner, a Toronto, Ontario, oh. Canada guy who also, uh, oh, he's mostly an actor. I've um, heard of Hart Bachner. Can yeah, you believe uh, it? I don't know why. but um, That sounds like a fake directed? name. It does sound like a fake <laughs> name. That, that sounds like a pistachio disguise name. Like What's funny about that is that I remember watching it as a kid, loving it, and probably not getting a single reference in the movie. I didn't know like what any of Wait, that stuff was. this movie or High no, School High? No, High School High. high. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, think... I saw Master of Disguise, and I loved it. <laughs> See, all those references. references flew over my head. This movie, the big problem with this movie is that it has it doesn't know if it's for kids or for adults. It, kids love Bo Derek, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, like all, I guess you could say, I, I guess oh, well, there's something it, for the, the whole family. Starts. Well, also, I just want to say this film is just an excuse for Dana Carvey to do impressions, and they're all terrible. Terrible, and the movie is incoherent. <laughs> it really Dana is. Carvey supposed to be good at impressions? What is going on here? I don't know because none of his impressions in any way affect the story. No. Like and, they and, don't. And you think that these would be like his good ones? So it's like, yeah. oh, they don't make that much sense, but people are really excited to see Tony Montana at this party. <laughs> uh, the one I did laugh at was uh, the Quint one. Uh, after even it's completely nonsensical well, it's so random yeah I, I, yeah and every like disguise in this movie is a so random b does not help their situation in any way and c racist in some oh some yeah cases. there's some I will cases say that like i did like it when it would get really um kind of absurd where he would like suddenly dress as a cherry pie. I was like, oh, that's amusing. Like, that's yeah, really okay. over that the top. That is kind of a funny idea. Which, because I was recently listening to uh, the man who created a podcast, Conan O'Brien, because he has his podcast. And he was doing a kind of series where they read the script that uh, Dana Carvey was supposed to... What, uh, what are the bodybuilders' names that they were on? Oh, Hans and Franz. Hans and Franz were supposed mm -hmm. to have a movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger said, you know, write a Hans and Franz movie. I'll star in it as myself. And then they wrote <laughs> it, and they gave it to him, and he was like, well, I don't want to be in this. And they're like, you're in half the movie if you're not in this. <laughs> So no and it was written by like Conan O'Brien, Robert Smigel. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. I don't know if that would have been good. It, they read the script. There was a lot of funny stuff in it. And it was, okay. so that would have been like early, like 92, 93, wow. I think. Yeah. So that would have been funny. This is... Uh, he's like, I, no, I've got to do Last Action Hero. Like, what is Dana Carvey... I mean, I know why he's making this movie. Because of a little man named Michael Myers. But, <laughs> yeah. like, he's way too old to be playing this role. Oh, for sure. And that's... This was funny because in the trivia, it was saying this was supposed to be his grand return to the screen because he hadn't been in movies for quite Wasn't a while. Wasn't he in movies like Blind Luck or something like that? I'm trying to... Uh, I'm it was something after this, so... Or Blank Slate? That's what I'm thinking Yeah, of. I think that's the one. So he had yeah, taken a break. I think he has amnesia in that movie. He, he had some, like, health issues, so he took time oh, off. Oh, he did? That's sad. Yeah, I think he had 
some heart issues or something. He had surgery, <laughs> so he couldn't be in movies for a while. Yeah, and like, this was you supposed can never to be his do gr- an impression again. Yeah, <laughs> this was supposed to be his grand return. Uh, I, uh, I, I, Clean I mean, slate. People his, are yelling at me. That's what the movie was called. It's uh, it's supposed to be his star vehicle. Yeah. Happy Madison should not have been involved, although well, this is a like full on Happy Madison production. Is yeah. David Carvey kind of part of the Happy Madison team? He's not. In I don't know. Many of their movies. Oh, I see so. here. He's on. He's in Jack and Jill. He's in Little Nicky. So he's. Oh, his role <laughs> in Little Nicky's terrible. He's he like the referee. Oh, okay. So I guess he is part of the, the the crew. I mean, obviously they know each other from SNL, but yeah. like he's not in as many as no. I. No, called. no, no. But he said that he came back with this movie. This was grand return to the screen. It was like reviled and like ailed as one of the worst movies of all time. And then his follow up yeah. to this was Jack and Jill. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was at least a little later, right? This was directed by the Bo Welch of the Happy Madison Company because the director, I think this is his only feature directorial yes. credit. Yeah. He's mostly known as a production designer from every Adam Sandler film from yeah. Billy Madison to now. He's still the production designer. Yeah. People don't know Bo Welch worked a lot with Tim Burton and infamously directed the cat in the hat oh no oh boy yeah so that was the thing yeah so as perry Andelin blake he, he said hey i want to direct and adam sandler's like great no problem and then <laughs> tana carvey was like yeah no no problem i don't want anyone to rein me in i just want a director that wants to have fun there you, go. Like, there you go that's why this nothing in this movie makes sense and it's just like it just feels like We'll stick him in a costume, and then he'll just improv for like 30 minutes. And then there'll be like a horrifically hyper-detailed piece of production design, like people being covered in spaghetti. And, yeah. and you're yeah. like, oh, God, I have to look at this for so long. Yeah, Why? and then you'll, you'll have like a wacky transition where the narrator will explain what they're doing next. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of bad visual Pistachio stuff in this. Although, I mean, to give him credit... There's some production design that looks okay, like the attic with like the Rube Goldberg thing. I was well, like, yeah, that's yeah, pretty this much overproduction design because that's you're what right. he knows how to do. You're right. Yeah. Over overproduced. No, he's a, uh, over he's art director. He's a director that's you know uh, he's coming from production design. It's like one of those CGI guys that starts directing. Of yeah. course. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to talk. Which about we, as we said, always works out. Every every single time. Now, by the way, I hate the color correction in this movie. I know you all. Oh, the color correction corner. What do you not like about it? April? Well, it's too blue, first of all. Mm. <laughs> no, it was just all uh, of Brent Spiner's stuff has been cranked to blue, and they blew out all the whites. And why Brent I Spiner? Th- Do you think they want to make him look more like Data? They're like, crank those whites. We need that Data. Bump. For some reason, they decided his character's thing is um, blue. They yeah, gave him they've blue got him wearing blue contacts, and it, it's ugly. And like some of the other, like the opening, like like now was <laughs> I'm blue opened. really popular at this time? Is that why? I don't know, but he wears like blue shirts, blue ties, blue pockets. Wait, I'm sixty fives, blue. Yeah. Dabba D. When did that come out? When was it a hit? I think it was um, 1998. Yeah, so it was a lot before then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. But we were still singing it. Let's be I'm honest. not saying this whole movie looks like crap. 1998. But... That's t- far too late for to be um... a reference in this movie. You have to go, you have <laughs> to go back 60 years. The film was Bo Derek. Bo, Bo Derek. Bo Derek. Bo, Bo Derek. Very different. <laughs> Bo Derek, and then it trans- <laughs> she transforms into like, what's his name? Brolin. James Brolin. Brolin. It's like, oh my god. Now, now the Bo, kids Bo are Derek's, gonna love this. Was Bo Derek's thing to have the braids for? He, well, only, that's yeah. like a movie called yeah. Ten. 
That's uh, right. It was like where she comes look. out of the surf, and it's a movie where right. Dudley Moore really wants to have sex with her. That's like the whole yeah. point of the film, directed by Blake Edwards. Yeah, people don't really watch the movie very often, but that kind of like sexy Bo Derek yeah. with the dreads has become a iconic image. Yeah. So you know, why not open a movie for nine year olds with that? I uh, well, know. They open the reference. movie with many centuries ago, oh, a God. remarkable family began to practice the magical art of disguise. And this is uh, in like Harry Potter font. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, um, but it cuts to kind of an interesting opening credit sequence where it, uh, with a book that's separated into three sections that flips pages. Yeah, it's kind of fun. And, it's fine. Uh, that's okay. Dino so is Dave Roland in this movie because they wanted kind of like that Pee Wee Herman kind of feel because he does appear at the end of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Does he really? Yeah. Remember in the uh, movie that Pee Wee oh, Herman that's about his life story? Okay, it's okay. him that's in it. I don't know. Maybe I he's like, yes. he's like, I, I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta get back in with the kids. What are the yeah. kids like these days? Dana I, Carvey. All right. I am so embarrassed for everybody in this <laughs> movie, um, particularly Brent Spiner. Cause I mean, yeah, Brent oh, Spiner is not Brent some Spiner big superstar. Brent Spiner has the funniest joke in the movie. Yeah. It's true. But like, I, I, he's, he's the I Alan I kept watching Cumming those scenes trying to be like, did they do this after the fact and he didn't know and he just let the take go on? But no. we'll get to that when we yeah, get, we'll to, get it. to it. But I got to say, first of all, my favorite thing and my favorite character in the movie is Harold Gould playing a grandfather disguisey. Mm. I think he's he's giving it his all. And he's one of those old-timey actors. I think he was on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah, uh, I'm not familiar with Harold Gould. He's got like 200 credits. He's been acting since since the black and white days. And uh, he's giving it his all. You can tell that he is a professional actor. He's he's not beneath, the, or this material mm. isn't beneath him. You know what uh. I mean? Well, uh, you're jumping way too ahead, Colin. I know okay. you want to get through this, but okay. we're going to go scene by scene. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the master of the Oh, you're turning it around on me. I know. Now I'm becoming Colin on this one. Because, like, the <laughs> film opens. No. We are. This is the most backlot-ass movie oh, you've my ever God. seen. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I was getting, like, the mask vibes yes. from, from this backlot city. But and uh, Dana is Carvey good. is a grown man. And right when the movie starts, you know you're in trouble because of a number of things. You, we're introduced to Dana Carvey. Uh, wearing a whipped cream beard, dressed yeah. in a blanket. Well, who is he supposed to be? I have no idea. Wizard. With underwear Wizard. on his head. And, yes. we're, and like, we're not sure if this is supposed to be like a running gag because his dad's like, I hope you don't have underwear on your head. And, and that doesn't it. lead to anything. They no, just show flashbacks of him doing that as a kid. And, and, I and think... then there's a flashback of, it, they're like, he, you wouldn't follow rules when you were a kid. And then he's a baby and he punches the doctor. That's not even a joke. Like, no. what is that? <laughs> the, the issue with this is that there's things that they thought was funny that they put in this movie, but they don't connect to each other. So what does slapping people have to do with being a master of disguise? <sighs> Nothing. It's just a but random But they thought thing. that that would be funny. You know why? And it's stupid. I know why. Why? Because he wanted the, he wanted to do a movie for his kids, his nine year olds, and apparently the studio told him that he could only slap people if you punch too many people. Uh, it has to be PG thirteen. Oh, is that why later on they're like you have to do it with an open hand you, when you hit yeah, people? Yeah, they said you can only slap people, and the only way you can punch people a lot and not get a PG thirteen is if their faces are covered. So he fights ninjas at the end of the movie. So it's all based on getting a rating <laughs> for his. Children. Now this movie, when Dana Carvey opens his mouth and he has an Italian accent, I was like. <laughs> This is not going to be the whole movie, right? Like, no. He's going to have to. That's what's so bad about this is that the most annoying voice of all is this character's 
quote unquote the, real the voice. Sixty year old man <laughs> doing an Italian accent. Okay. He's probably like forty five, but I think he's supposed to be playing like a twenty three year old. I yes. think they say twenty three, but And he, like he's the same age he, as his mom. Yeah, he acts like he's twelve and he has this like kind of weird. Well that's like cut. the man child taken to the extreme, right? Oh like, yeah. Adam Sandler did that. Uh, that's Pee Wee Herman's shtick, and it, it just ain't working with Dana Carvey, a man who's uh, one of his main traits in the movie is he loves huge butts. Yeah. He loves them. Because <laughs> they remind him of his mom. Adam Sandler, like in Billy Madison, though, I think was at, at the well, most Well, Adam Sandler 30, does a voice in Billy Madison, you know. doesn't he? Um uh no i not think really. he, does, he does his little like uh yeah well he does it at times kind of. all like, i'm saying is the character he's at least a little closer in real life to the character he was portraying oh well, we know portraying. we talked about adam sandler recently um, that that's who he, he is in real life yeah like, he drops much. into that voice of the drop of a hat yeah but you're right um martin short um dana carvey sorry is playing like it's a, easy to get both of them confused. <laughs> yeah. playing a, a man child well he looks um, like clifford you said where we were not sure i'm like okay is, is he supposed to be playing a kid in this we don't yeah. know but then yeah he says he's 23 later so uh, there's a scene in this movie where a kid uh, I don't know why he keeps showing up. He doesn't really do anything in the film. No. But Dana Carvey befriends him. And there's a scene where he's like, I'll make you feel better. And then he just does some lines from Shrek. And the <laughs> yeah. kid stares at him blankly. I like oh, that God. scene. That's funny. It's and that's just... clearly Dana Carvey, like, angry at Michael Myers. Because I think that we're on the outs at this point. Oh, okay. Well, isn't Michael Myers, like, a uh, jerk? Uh, well, yeah, he's know. a huge jerk. And people like Dana Carvey. But the thing about uh, Michael Myers as well is that he kind of stole you know, Dana's shtick when he made Austin Powers, specifically his impression of Lauren Michaels as Dr. Evil. Okay, this, yes. this, yeah, I was getting an Austin Powers feel from this, and apparently, mm-hmm. I think the third Austin Powers came out a week before this was released. The wow. The third I, one this golden I didn't even think about that, but I was like, oh, the first Austin Powers must have just come out, right? No, Dana no, Carvey's trying to, nope, first way one was later. Ni- was yeah, this is 2002, which is insane. Yeah. This feels you know like what? a movie from, if like, the early Dana 90s. Carvey had had that Midas touch of Jay Roach, the director of the Austin Powers. Oh, God. Yeah. Soon to direct an Ocean's uh, Eleven prequel. No. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Jesus. Well, oh I'm glad God. he's doing well. Um, but yeah, uh, I I didn't like this kid. I was like, get this little kid out of this movie. It was funny that he kept hurting himself, but then it just made me think of a much funnier movie, Freddy Got Figured, which yeah. we just oh, watched that was recently. Really funny. And also, the grandfather, he's no Rip Torn. He, no. He's not. He, he's it's not. It's kind of a similar. He's got the same though, energy. It's right? like grumpy, and he's like telling he's people. Angry. He's like insulting people. I kind of like that. But yeah, it is pistachio kind of like likes this, I don't know, girl that hangs around his father's restaurant and then like yeah. she's walking away and her ass is so wide it knocks over the sandwich board. Which, that was kind of funny. Which the kid, yeah, the kid, I guess. The, the Big kid ass trips humor. over it, yeah. And then you see uh, pistachio in the restaurant <laughs> and like oh, like, oh, they're doing like Jerry Lewis stuff where he's like a good waiter, he's dodging stuff. That's physical comedy. And then we learn that, and this never really plays in the rest of the movie, that pistachio can be hypnotized by people and then he starts imitating them against his will. He can't help it. It's it's like his latent talent. But that never comes up again. No, you're right. (laughs) I think it happens a few times. Oh, does it? Yeah, he does it with uh, Jennifer Esposito's boyfriend. Right. And then one other time, it's like he can't help himself from mimicking people. Uh, you see, you has. see it as a kid when he's like mimicking the teacher and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. Then there's we, a lot of flashbacks in this movie to really then, get that um, imitation or yeah. disguise ratio up. But then we get his uh, his friend waiter. Uh, oh, you mean America's Patriot? <laughs> <laughs> Insurrectionist <laughs> Jay Johnson. Jay Johnston. 
uh, a very, very funny man. For yeah, Mr. he's Show. very funny, and I was happy to see him in this because you were he's, happy he's to see funny. him get on those steps of the Capitol yes. and I try wish, to I wish he take just, it down. I wish he fell down more. I, it is funny because in the IMDb trivia. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, everything he's ever appeared in it mentions, that trivia. It mentions how he was arrested for the did, January. Did someone six. go through yes. all of his IMDb trivia have. and add that? They must have. That's wild. It's if people so don't funny. know, Jay Johnson, uh, he was arrested because he was there on January 6th at the nation's capital. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember when that photo was going around, they're like, hey, look like the Mr. Show guy. And his friends were like, yeah, that is him. <laughs> yeah, too bad. Unfortunately, uh, he got into like drugs. And and yeah, yeah he uh, went through some rough times. But uh, he is a funny comedic actor. And oh, he's like I mean, he yeah, has one of the best this. sketches, uh, The Climbing of oh, Mount the Everest. Story is one of the Everest. funniest sketches oh of all God. time. Of course. That is just... I was recently thinking to... I wonder, was it Bob Odenkirk's biography? Or they were talking about how they did it during in front of a live studio audience. Mm-hmm. And they did it again and again of like the same bit. Where and then having to set it up. Yeah. Like all yeah, the time. And had to reset like, it. The audience kind of like stopped laughing. They're like, <laughs> they're doing this again? Because they do it, I think, seven times. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's Everybody insane. look uh, Everest, Mr. Show. You will find the sketch. Yeah, and, and it's, uh, it's, it's so very funny. funny. Somebody did a really funny clip where they took... Uh, uh, inside the Capitol footage from January 6th and then it like it pans over and then you see him in the background falling on um, knocking over the thimbles oh. it's so oh, funny like yeah they just pumped him into the shot in the background oh, that's really funny it's so funny and it's so small that you're like what the hell is that it's it's really good. well you know he will never do the voice of the Italian eatery and Bob's Burgers oh, ever again oh well we well, can do Jimmy it from Pesto. prison I guess <laughs> um okay so so yeah we get uh, it well we're sort of like said at the beginning as grandpa's narrating that uh james brolin doesn't want to tell dana carvey he's like this is a too dangerous a life for my son so i'm never going to tell pistachio about his destiny to be a disguisey classic story setup sure and, and just- then james brolin gets kidnapped by Brent Spiner, yeah, um, who was in jail. There was a bit of a cold open. Oh, yeah. yeah, we don't have to get into we, it. We got we get two uh, Tony Montanas for the price of one. Because at the beginning, when Bo De- uh, Bo Derek escaped, Brent yeah. Spiner's dressed as Tony Montana. Yeah, oh, I thought that that was a Saturday Night Fever suit. Well, it's kind of uh, nice. it's, it's supposed to be nineteen seventy nine. It's sim- they're they're similar suits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he has like this weird like goatee and like dark hair of which I've never seen. Brent and Brent Spiner, Spiner has only one game, comedic game that he plays in this movie <laughs> is that he laughs and then he farts. Yeah. And Although, that's it. Probably the best joke in the movie. Yeah. He has, <laughs> I laughed every time it happened. It does. Yeah. It's funny. And they evolve it. There's like a little kind of. Because I was gonna say, do they ever acknowledge it in the movie other than nope. them like awkwardly like staring at each other after it happens? No. That's he does funny. like a big Mr. Evil. Do you think laugh. Brent Spiner had a like uh, George C. Scott? Like he's sitting there. He's like, they used the end of the takes and they added a fart. I never knew that was happening. No, because they kind of they evolve the bit. At the, there's mm-hmm. one part where you like. <laughs> He kind of laughs up to a point. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not he, doing it. And then he doesn't fart, and then he's like, ah. He's about to say something, <laughs> and then he farts. And then, of course, at the end, he's running and farting. I mean, that's the, that's the funniest one, of course. And so, of course, we're getting a little tired here. There hasn't been a reference in a while. 
So a car pulls up and the exorcism theme plays. Of course. And it looks like the exorcist. And the nine-year-olds are there hooting and hollering and so clapping yeah, and that's in it. the theater. There's no, that's, that's it. It's just a reference. <laughs> yeah, it's this? not Family even, guy? Yeah. It's not even someone dressing up as the, no, it's just a reference within the movie. And he just kind of has no a case. One. But yeah, so yeah, all the kids well, are... for yeah. us, we were laughing. Oh, they're fist pumping, going, yeah, the exorcist, man. New exorcist coming out this summer. Yeah. David Gordon Green, out. man, he's going to do it again. Oh, <laughs> looks awful. I thought it was a TV series. I, I think it's a movie. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, so at this scene, we meet... Uh, Harold Gould. And uh, he explains the history of the disguises. And yeah. I got to say, I did laugh <laughs> at one of these flashbacks. <laughs> and they're bad. Um, because they're just very absurd, which I like, mm-hmm. but there's a sequence where it's like, even Abraham Lincoln, we had to replace him because he was uncharismatic. <laughs> and it's scene. like, Abraham Lincoln is giving a speech and then he's like, oh, uh, uh, I don't know. He's losing and the crowd. Carney comes up, yeah, gives him a high five. And then I want to move it, move it starts playing and Dana Carver just starts dancing. <laughs> It's like a, it's like a sub funny or die sketch. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta say, um, I I, I'm not pointing. Them, it was I'm so not, lame. I'm not trying to blame you, but Colin, you did laugh at certain points during this movie, and I really didn't. I was um, laughing at how bad everything. Yeah, is. how lame it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that, but I just, like, I'm not laughing at the comedic, um, you know, like, meshing. That's of, a good I joke. Want to move it in Abraham Lincoln dancing. <laughs> I just, as like the the, the you know, marching band is playing. I needed way more alcohol to watch this movie, and I had none because uh, we then you wouldn't it have remembered it, and you would have to watch it again. Yeah, but at exactly. least I would have enjoyed it. See, that was my Maybe reasoning. Maybe a little more. That was um, my reasoning. You, maybe, but you do it cold, silver, in the early light of day. Maybe that's the secret. That's why April loves all these <laughs> shitty movies. Yeah, is because, yeah know, that's right. Colin watches it twice to like, get his them, notes down and everything. Wish, April watches it once. Once just, drunk. Uh, and like, completely watch, wrecked. Have, and, having dinner so I'm full and happy. I've got a glass of wine. You know, That's the, when I would like to watch bad movies, not at 11.30 in the morning. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> reality, man. Yeah, but that's not how it works. You know, the filmmakers, they want you to watch it with your full attention. <laughs> I, I always give it my full attention, uh, but it's hard. It's hard this morning paying attention yeah, to this movie. It, it's I hard to take say. notes. I want so. to move it, move it. <laughs> this movie is, is was trying my patience. Yeah. So yeah, Grandpa is like, uh, you know, that's why you start mimicking people. Blah blah blah. Grandpa goes into the other room, and then uh, it's a funny gag. He comes in. There's like a maid cleaning up. Uh, you know, it's Grandpa. Oh, Very funny. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Hilarious. this is around the time when um, Steve. Oh God, Steve Martin. I was gonna say, who is this guy's name? Dana, Dana Carvey. Carvey? Dana Carvey. <laughs> How dare you put Steve Martin's name in Dana Carvey? He it cannot like stop talking, and it's supposed to be funny, but yes. it's just like annoying me because it's annoying the grandpa, and uh, I just want him to fucking shut up. It's just like the joke from like Austin Powers. He's like, yeah. Scott, shut it. Yeah. Like, shut it. You're doing, you're up, you know, do this. You're not Zip it. wrong. Zip it. It's just like, okay, fine. Are we doing that joke? And then he gives him like, <laughs> it's like this book. It's like the disguisey way. It's like, What's with yeah. all the Illuminati symbols in this? Some, oh, April's that, really going to crack this code. Well, something oh that God. Mike Myers would steal way later in that Pent- Wait, the did you watch Pent- we watched half of the first episode. It is one of could get the through. worst, most unfunny things I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Talk and about what? But Keegan Michael Key in it? He's never in anything. I bad. feel so bad for him. Yeah. Oh it, my god. That was a, that was like shockingly bad. Just like. Is on so unfunny. The Pentaveret. Oh, it's just the worst. Um. Anyway, so yeah, there's like 
pyramid symbols with eyes all over this movie. What what was up with that? It's a secret, uh, uh, secret society. A secret society it's not of even. disguises. It's a secret family of disguises. A secret disguise society. <laughs> Well, don't worry, April. We'll get your last back up because it's another montage. It's a montage. A disguises. Yeah, this okay. Is bad. Now, this is one of the many songs that are in montages that specifically talk about the movie. He's the master of disguise. Yeah, there's like three of them in this movie. That has to be some kind of record. But this is like a rap that you play at the end of the movie that talks yeah. about the movie's plot, right? It's like, master rub the skies and He's going to get food. disguises and fool people. And yeah. it's, it's like a rap and then later there's like a... the master e- Later there's like an alternative, like a, we, a Weezer-esque sounding song. There's like three And then or four. there's one where there's like a, a dance grooving one. Mm-hmm. You know what? They probably got like a bunch of different versions and then Dana Carvey's like, use them all. <laughs> They're like, no one wants to use uh, license their music for this movie. We're going to have to use the original track. Here's the thing. Master of Disguise, true anti-comedy. People just don't get it. Like the Dana Carvey show. <laughs> or the uh, the Chevy Chase talk show. Yes. <laughs> yeah, where you see him like throw a basket, then it cuts to a close up of the basket going in. That's kind Ooh. of funny. Yeah, I, <laughs> I guess watched. He had to be there. I watched that show when it aired regularly. Yeah, so you were there. Yeah. Uh, now, for, were you a Chevy Chase guy, Colin? Uh, yeah, back in the day, sure. And mm. it was like you know, three amigos I love. But uh, I'm Chevy Chase, and you're not. Yeah, great, hilarious. Uh, and then he trips over something. But uh, yeah, I watched it for like maybe three weeks or I don't know, maybe. I mean, isn't that, I think that's how uh, long, as it, long was as it lasts. Yeah. <laughs> like it did yeah. not last very long. Yeah. I, I recorded it maybe for, maybe not, because it was on every night then, right? A yeah. late night yeah, okay. And you wanted oh, yeah. to record it because okay. you wanted to be able to rewatch it. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, re- I re- did record maybe three episodes and then I'm like, okay, this sucks. And he killed all those fish. Oh God! What? All the fish in his fish tank on his set—they uh, kept dying, so they had to like replace them every night. Oh God! Oh my God! Yeah. Even they were like trying to catch. <laughs> I don't watch this. They didn't want to watch the show. <laughs> they just like just like swim right into the filter or something. Um, all right. So uh, we're well, I'm back to this already. movie, even yeah. though we would love to talk about something so much more enjoyable than the Chevy <laughs> the Chase show. <laughs> fish dying. Uh, so after this amazing montage, we get uh, you know he's doing an Indian man. Uh, uh, you're like, oh Jesus Christ! Hey. Here we go, and it goes on forever. So long, yeah. so long. That's why this movie feels longer than it is. The scenes are not short. No, especially and the ones where he's doing a, a voice. Because there is no script. It's just like yeah. put him in in an Indian like I don't know brown face or something. Yeah, it's brown. Uh, face. Just let him riff, and then we'll just film it and whatever. But don't worry. The next scene, we meet our second big cameo of the movie. It's Canadian legend Ben Johnson. <laughs> Oh, no. Was that Ben Johnson? Who? I think it was, yeah, because they say, hey, Mr. Johnson, and then he runs away at the end. Oh, my God. I'm going to look right now. Uh, well, they get, okay, so the, the thing is I that, hope it's Ben Johnson because I want to talk about him doing <laughs> um, promos for Cheetah Energy Oh, drinks. for Frank D'Angelo's. Uh, yeah, you know what? The... I don't think it is. I think it was someone else. I think it was somebody oh. else. It would have been an American guy because... Nobody uh, would know. I think Ben Johnson was already kind of yeah. humiliated. Yeah, this by was 2001. 2002, and I remember the yeah. Ben Johnson thing was in the 80s, early 90s, maybe because it was high school or high school university. Yeah, high school that it happened. I remember that too. Uh, anyway, but so, yeah. uh, this James Brolin, uh, Brent Spiner, basically kidnaps James Brolin. Wait, and that's it, weird because he says, uh, "Yes, sir, Mr. Johnson." Well, it might well, be somebody else. It could I be don't a know. different Johnson. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Brent Spiner is getting James Brolin. Uh, to dress up as different famous people to steal like uh, the 
Declaration of Independence, the Liberty Bell, etc. Uh, yeah. And he's got his wife held captive, and they're like, "We're going to kill her if you don't help us." So uh, that's they just keep cutting back to this throughout the movie. Keep getting back to celebrity stealing a thing. Yeah. And then they end up in, well, back in what celebrities? We got Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura Jess, stealing Jessica the Liberty Simpson. Bell. Uh, great to see Jesse Ventura. I mean, uh, best part of the movie, right? <laughs> it was a, well, this is funny because remember cause, they're action figures, not. Dolls. Not dolls. I gotta go back to my conspiracy theory podcast. Man, Colin Cunningham cast him in a Master of Disguise. Dolly. Oh yeah. Um, so the uh, the IMDb trivia on the Jesse Ventura thing was so funny. Uh, he was governor of Minnesota at the time, and apparently it was a really bad time in Minnesota. They were like, you know, September 11th attacks had just happened. Uh, they were on the verge of losing their hockey team. Uh, and they were introducing new safety measures because of September 11th, and nobody knew where Jesse Ventura was for like two days. <laughs> I'm on the set of he Master of tell, Disguise. He, he probably he signed an NDA. He kept it secret uh, and didn't tell anybody, and they were like, like, where the fuck is he? Like, we need him to do his job as governor, and he was off shooting Master of Disguise. And he's in one, like, tiny scene. He had yeah. to be gone for two days for that. They shot I, I for a so. whole week, April. He needed to get it perfect. They had to, yeah. Maybe um, we could do that. another take of the fart gag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sometimes he wouldn't even be shooting. He just came on set. He liked to see the movie-making process happen. <laughs> So let's meet Jennifer Esposito. I feel so bad um, for her in this movie. Yeah. yeah. And like you can tell she's just trying not to laugh. Uh, at uh, you don't have to try too hard not to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was laughing in the bloopers. Um, uh, but yeah, it's just like having to act like opposite this oh, character is a nightmare and I, yeah i feel terrible for her yeah she's and like she's the, the love interest she's the straight woman uh she's very likable uh i don't know like i i know her from stuff i just don't know what i know her from uh, she's in a lot of tv like you probably don't know her from movies because her unless you're a big fan of paul haggis's crash uh not a, she also not is i still know what you did last summer is her second most popular credit no okay. i, I, I by, don't remember he got game SOS uh, Summer Sam. I think she's been uh, in a C. The Master CS, of Disguise. CSI. Well, she was on the boys. In oh, she was in a CSI, wasn't she? Or are we thinking of someone else? Or NCIS or something like that. I think she's in one of these, and she's been there for on that show for oh, quite a while. Yeah, she's probably in like. Apparently, um, she was in the know, boys, Hawaii but I, I honestly like don't remember her from the boys. Five thousand episodes. She was like a. I looked her character up on the boys. She was like a executive working for like the secret society that was like. A against the the soups that was like hired butcher and then they had a previous relationship oh, she's in like six episodes the first season one and two i think oh weird or maybe just one I but anyway she's also in 47 episodes of spin city oh, oh yeah i'm sure I did watch that if it a little bit. was yeah. the michael j fox or charlie sheen period of yeah. spin city i never watched the charlie With sheen barry period. bostwick oh he was very funny on that show he's great um so uh, just shoot me they, another they, sitcom <laughs> i would also watch when i would get home <laughs> starring uh, uh david spade oh i thought you were uh, i thought you were, you were saying what the audience said when they saw <laughs> this watching, movie uh, 
Yeah, master of disguise. <laughs> please, um, please. Yeah, so uh, let's go to the turtle So yeah, he hires Je- Jennifer funny, Esposito right? as his assistant, and then she finds a clue. These like cigars are made at the turtle club. And, and this, this is, is the first disguise. This is the only thing Going that people hot. like remember, remember from, from this, this movie. movie. It was so in every advertisement. Yeah. It's on the like, cover of the movie. And I'm pretty sure I saw a picture of him. Did he show up to the premiere just as the turtle guy as well? Because I, 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 don't know. I, I saw a picture of Dana Carvey in the turtle outfit on a red carpet at some event. Maybe this is, I mean, he just wears it uh, day to day yeah. whenever they ask him to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like this is a scene that like, you'd be excited to do this at the turtle club. Yeah. Because it's so weird. It's not connected to anything else. No. And it goes on for so long. It just seems like some weird idea that like there there was a real turtle club and then Dana Carvey was like, what if someone showed up who was looked like a turtle, but he's not acting like a turtle because then he would be moving slowly. Um, and then there's this weird thing where magic exists that only happens in this scene in this scene in this movie. Yeah. Um, so at one point they start making fun of Dana Carvey and then he hides in his shell, comes out, bites a guy's nose clear off. Uh, the guy has no nose, and then he spits it back out, and it just goes back on the guy's face. Dana Carvey laughs, and then spins on the ground. Yeah, and, and then, then the, scene we're out. the next one. Yeah, end yeah. of scene. I feel like that scene I went on for like... I rewinded it, and I went, wait, 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 what? Exactly, it makes <laughs> yeah. no sense. But like, with every single scene in this movie, you know it went on for like another 15 minutes, and yeah. then they're trimming it down. Yeah, to... and then in the credits you find, there's like five scenes that yeah. were just ant- more more antics and more characters that they, they just cut. Yeah, and they just Thank stick God. them in the credits. Yeah. It's like we can't... Because uh, they want to go out and laugh. People want to remember the movie. But, and like, hey, what's that scene? What's that scene? <laughs> Who's this character? More hey, characters. We completely forgot characters. a major character of this movie, the wooden dummy that Dana Carvey has to scream, Who's your daddy at? Oh, God yeah. almighty. Which, I did like the design of this daddy? What is the... Uh, root of who's your daddy as they say uh, well knows. i mean there's a big sexual Colin? sexual connotation <laughs> yes but like as a use of slang i uh, i don't know i have no idea i'm looking it up maybe here kindergarten on... cop oh, no, that's uh, the who, phrase that's dates back to 1681 <laughs> what <laughs> wow when sex workers would use it to ask each other who their procurer was Oh, uh, see, it is related to the you know it has sex industry. been attributed frequent use in suggestively suggestive skits broadcast in the 1980s by radio shock jock Doug Tract. Well, <laughs> now we know. Yeah. Okay. There you go. It uh, it doesn't look like Master of Disguise is mentioned here, <laughs> which it should be as one of the major tentpoles of the use. Of oh yeah, that's where it really daddy? took off. Every, everybody yeah. was saying it after this movie. That and... Uh, yeah, it was like, oh, behave. Oh, behave. Well, like, turtle. Turtle, turtle. What were people saying after this movie? There is the, this is what, this is <laughs> oh, what you're doing. This is what I want it. you to do. I remember the talking I'll mouse tell you what thing. people were saying after this movie. <laughs> hey, I want my money back. <laughs> they, were going, they sure were. They were going to the manager. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so after the turtle club scene... Uh, we get, uh, like, his next disguise, this is, like, sub-assed, earnest, da- uh, Dame Edna shit. Oh, yeah. Is it the older woman? It's at the yeah. antique. I was like, this is a Mrs. Doubtfire reference. Yeah. That's they what go, I thought. They go to the antique roadshow, and again, it has nothing to do with the scene that they're in. Nothing happens, and then it just cuts away. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of thought this was one of the funnier ones, I guess. I mean, the, I guess what? the Al Pacino one is a little funny as well, but it's more just like, what are you doing? Yeah. But, well, I guess we'll get to that. But it just 
doesn't it doesn't like uh it doesn't solve a problem that the scene has you know what no, i mean he's causing problems jennifer esposito is there talking to brent spiner you know getting an invite to his like mega mansion uh auction that he has and Dana Carvey's just there in this outfit doing nothing. Yeah, She's, and like getting in the way of her doing her job. Yeah, she keeps pushing him out of the way. And yeah. It's just so annoying. He's just annoying. And it's like, why is he here? And who thinks this is funny? Uh, Dana Carvey. I guess that's yeah. true. He thinks it's funny, otherwise he wouldn't do it. Probably the director. He's just like, you know, I, I sorry, staring at the what production I design. I don't think this is a funny impression. I thought that this was like a good, ex- a, a, probably the best example of him like disappearing into a character. Yes. He's got like old age makeup on. Yeah, it's a good voice. It's, it's like, a good okay. voice and a good costume. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, moving on. It's no Scarface. <laughs> no, which we get in the next scene yeah. when he goes to the party. And he just, <laughs> he's like doing, what is this? Like, he, more brown he's like, face. Like throughout, and at one point he's just dancing on stage. <laughs> it's like Tony Montana didn't do that, <laughs> but whatever. In the trivia, it said that he wanted to do an extra twelve minutes of the Scarface scene, but twelve Adam, minutes. Adam Sandler and the Happy Madison people had to rein him in. Mm, like you don't twelve say. minutes of this. <laughs> what was that? You know, maybe it was like Silent Bob and the Rake, and it would have gotten funnier the more time he spent. I have with the it. feeling it's just him riffing with all these. Like I'm thinking of like uh, Sideshow Bob, Ace Ventura, or you know, he goes to that hoity-toity party in part two or something. But, I, I was thinking of Ace Ventura throughout this, and I was like, man, what a better movie. Oh yeah, um, but it's probably just more of him dancing on stage. I bet. Ugh. Yeah, and I was like, he wasn't even really doing lines from. I thought he was gonna say like, you know, say hello to my little friend, or say he never says that. He does. Does he say it? Yeah, he opens it when he has his little like shrunken head thing. Oh right, he's showing to. <laughs> I missed it. Oh. <laughs> just the worst. And then in the next scene, he uh, gets chased. He hides as a poop on the ground. Yeah, like, oh yeah, at least he's creative. He hides out his quince. They chase quince him to from a, John. They chase him to a lake. We're in like we're in like impression overdrive yeah. in this last oh, period yeah. of the movie. Overload. I gotta say, I laughed at the quince thing. It was probably his best <laughs> impression in the movie. Uh, but just like no connection to anything. No, no, just, no. He's just saying lines right from Jaws. Yeah, like, it, yeah, it felt like Family Guy or something. Yeah, and he's in, like, the Orca, and it's just, like, a tiny little, like, rowboat. Uh, and he just, yeah, he just says lines from Jaws. There's no spin on it. There's yeah, no, no, like... I yeah. did, I'm like, okay, he steps in, like, cow shit, one of the, the goons, and then I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. and then it's him It's going to be, like, eyes opening up in the cow shit. That would be kind of funny. But he just stands up. He and kind then, of lifts Oh, like, he's like, oh, yeah, but, oh, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and then it turns Sorry. into, like, a Beatles, like, montage where he's getting chased down the street. <laughs> a reference for and the kids, down, right? Down the same back lot we've seen a million <laughs> yeah. times. Oh, it's so yeah. bad. Yeah, and then, like, he has to, like, and I'm like, is this the same day? Because he goes back <laughs> to the mansion. <laughs> And she's Esposito is still there, uh, and he yeah, comes he in as, as two like more a, characters. Yeah. He's like a Bavarian a, tax um, collector. Sure. Which is horrible. <laughs> it's a horrible character and a horrible impression. Everybody loved it on SNL, Colin. Goons, what are you talking about? The Bavarian the tax Bavarian collector. The Bavarian tax collector. And then the goons are like, wait here. They go to get Brent Spiner. And when they come back, he's a new character. He's a new character. He's a British... Isn't like, his name like Mr. Suave or something? I think so. He's like a British spy or something. And it's like, okay. The accent was kind of fun, I guess. The, the goons... Don't react, don't say anything. And then they let Jennifer Esposito go with with him. Yep. It's like, okay, fine, sure, why not? 
they're at an Irish bar, and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, is he going to do some Irish impression? Is he going to be a leprechaun? <laughs> oh, man, that's what we missed out I guarantee on. you Doesn't that they shot that. something. There's, like, footage of him oh, as a leprechaun, yeah, yeah. like, Although, doing a jig. They probably would have, like, put it in the end credits if they did Martin that. Short appears as a leprechaun in that uh, Brigadoon TV show, Brig- or Schmigadoon. Oh, God. So, there you go. Oh, that, I saw that. That uh, musical thing. Yeah. Poor, poor. Speaking of Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah, poor Key. <laughs> Keegan-Michael Key. <laughs> Listen, he keeps working. I know. I mean, he's got his next big role in, oh, God, the Willy Wonka movie. Yeah. Good luck. It must be. Like, I, I wish I, he, he's better. He, uh, I don't know. I, I'm I sure just he's getting paid well. I feel so bad for him. It's just like Jordan Peele's career. It's just gone in this other direction. He's winning Oscars It could and be shit. by his own choice, though. I don't know. Yeah, he, he could have gone down the Oscar route. And he decided he just wants to make people laugh. Yeah, it, it, but it's just, it's, I feel But bad. he's in not things that aren't very funny. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> There's got to be, that's, uh, that's yeah, got to sting. Yeah, you're quibbling. <laughs> that's got to sting. Um, so I think this movie might actually be somewhat almost over. Yeah, well, now we got ve- 20 minutes well, we left. Got, we got Jessica m- Simpson appearing. There's very uh, little movie in this movie. Th- this is kind of a funny gag where there I you know, know so little. I was like, that's Britney Spears, right? <laughs> I guess. She's kind of Jessica, like Jessica, Spears. Jessica Simpson. She's stealing the lunar module from Apollo 11, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Um, uh, and then there was, you know, like Chekhov's gun. You, uh, Dana Carvey was given a ball yeah. that will help him in his hardest times, which is just his grandfather's head in a bubble. It's like At a hologram. Point, I'm like, what what <laughs> drugs are, am I on? He goes, it's supposed what to be. What were the people making this smoking? It's supposed to be a joke because he goes, I'm a hologram. But then like the kid runs up and he like looks at him and is like, hey, get out of here. He's like, the both of you, shut up. There was a funny line where he says, hey, look, a talking baby to the, <laughs> about the kid. This is way earlier. That was yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah, that, that was funny. It was funny and mean. <laughs> he's like, go home and get your mommy to change your diapers. Yeah, and then uh, Dana Carvey comes out. He's like, talking baby, goo goo gaga, hello, hello. Oh, he boy. comes out to ruin it. Yeah. Now that would have been a funny, you know, disguise. Disguise. Well, he was a baby, 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 and he like morphed into a man. Oh, God yeah. Almighty! I'm sure of the deleted scene. Did we watch the uh, end credits close enough? Uh, I watched like a third of them apparently because they went on for 20 minutes. Kept going. Uh, yeah. Okay. So he sneaks into. Uh, so Brent Spiner's having a black ma- market auction. What is it like? Black Mark black eBay. Black Mark eBay. And Kevin Nealon shows up briefly. Wish he had something funner, funnier to say. He has like the Franz are Hans of Hans and Franz. Yeah. Right. He has like one line. Yeah, uh, nice to see him, though. The, yeah, pistachio disguise, he sneaks into the mansion dressed up as a cherry pie, which is kind of funny. I like that. I like the, yeah, the cherry later suit. On, it's more absurd. Where, I wish they did more things like that. Yeah, yeah, where they catch him and they're like, how'd you know it was me? And then they point to his feet and he still has like cherry, cherry, uh, cherry shoes. shoes. It is kind of funny where they, like, they can't grab onto him because he's covered in like gooey cherries. It's like, okay, that kind of... That, that makes sense. I do like the gag when he comes out of the cherry pie and then the dog sees him and faints. Yeah. Great dog acting uh, there. The dogs are always the best actors in these movies. And then we get the big climax of like, uh, oh it's just in this Pistachio, like tiny like, pulls warehouse. his underwear off at one point and puts it on his head. There's like a, a see, he comes back. Keenan Thompson shows up briefly for like one scene. Uh, Keenan Thompson. Does SNL have like blackmail information on him? So, I don't like, know. Can't leave. Well, he he had a he had a sitcom that I watched. Those contracts are they're wide reaching. 
Yeah. I mean, but this is 2002. So yeah, it's like uh, anyone call, call in the favors, anyone who is on yeah, SNL, who wants to be in a movie, be in my movie, please. And then in the credits, it said Keenan Thompson as himself. So I guess Keenan Thompson was playing himself. <laughs> they, they caught him like on... it was like just a camera in his room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it was just on. so weird. Fitting on this, this stuff. Uh, Brent Spiner, I don't know. This is a funny gag. He just, <laughs> he's just running away farting, I guess, because that's always funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, my everybody part. in the audience who's a Dana Carvey fan, though, is sitting there going, how can the movie be over? We haven't gotten the best impression that Dana Carvey does. And then right at the end, Ugh. here it gets unleashed. George W. Bush. Oh, the, the crowd is going nuts. And he's not even famous for that. He's famous for yeah, George Senior. George Senior. Oh, Didn't he is do he w? supposed to be George Senior in the scene? He was uh, no, not on SNL by the time George W. Bush was president. Oh. He wasn't still on SNL in 2002. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he. Sure. Well, no, yeah. but he came on and did George H. W. Bush. Yeah. No, George H. W. Yeah, H.W. Oh, That's what I meant. okay. Um, He's doing W But he here. can still do W. I'm sure he came on as a guest to do W. I'm just saying his big thing was... The, Herbert the, Walker yeah. Bush. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm going to say? Not that funny. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> in whatever. the context of this movie. No, Prince um, Spiner's in like Costa Rica or something Oh, wait. Like that. I just saw who did a bunch of special effects. I'm just looking through the credits here. Kevin Yeager? Uh, Kevin Yeager, yeah. a famous horror oh, guy, did so did much Chucky. on this. Which, ex- which explains the turtle man. In the credits. <laughs> And there are so many expensive things they cut out, like him fighting a giant animatronic dinosaur. Yeah, yeah I don't know that what was that's insane. Like. He does like a Forrest Gump. Uh, him pretending that... to be a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, but all of those are just in front of the same backdrop. I have a feeling like, that what? they shot their scenes with them, and then tests? they just did some extra stuff in front of the same backdrop or something like they that. They had some I, extra money, so they're like, wardrobe, makeup, let's just do some funny things. It might have been yeah. something where they were just like, okay, we cut the scenes these characters were in, let's just get you standing. So they just did it all in one day. And just like, <laughs> yeah, go, go through that's and like, kind of what bang, bang, You should have watched all these end credits because it reveals that there is a little guy, bald guy dressed like Mario yeah. in the wooden dummy. What is up with Which that? is insane. And, and the final shot is... The dog, his lips moving yeah. in the way I love, going turtle. And oh, God. And the dog starts talking as if, like, <laughs> yeah. someone is dressed as disguised as this dog. Also, during the end climax, which is kind of like a Star Wars thing, more magic happens with James Brolin's face where the disguise just disappears. He kind of slaps it off of his face and it, it uh, like just like magically wipes it off. I think James Brolin is hypnotized as well, isn't he? Well, no, he got so into the Brent Spiner oh, character. The character. Yeah, there's yeah. such a good disguise. There's that magical energy you can harness if you're a disguise. Yeah, it has some dumb name. <laughs> where you become the <laughs> character. It was all set up. Uh, we would have seen it in the sequel if the people had understood the genius that they were witnessing. Yeah, but you know, oh whatever. As with most... Oh uh, you know, masterful uh, works of art. They're not appreciated in their day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have to give this, what, 30 years before people... Too funny to succeed, the story of Master of the Sky. I'd be so funny if, like, in 30 years, people look back and, like, yep, still not funny. <laughs> there is a <laughs> funny mean, gag when they... <laughs> uh, I think that's what's going to happen, Colin, because at this point, we're more than 20 years out yeah, of Master of the Sky. Oh, yeah. it's considered one of the worst movies of all time. It's still, you know, 20. get to the 29-year mark and we'll, <clears throat> we'll revisit it. I got to yeah. say, though, I, I hated... Uh, the mask two more and i think no. it's because oh, yeah. i would watch son of mask way, over no, i hated day, all the unpleasant animation and the gross like the, the, <laughs> the scary looking baby, the baby and the dog i know i think no. i could watch this again because it's 80 something minutes yeah it's 60 i could leave after 
this, 69 this was better. This was and not better. watch the, the credits. But there's disagree. Um, okay, so did you guys say, you know, I'm, I'm saying that uh, grandpa, the grandpapa was my favorite. Yeah, I said what my favorite thing is. It's when he bites off the guy's nose. <laughs> fart, fart joke is, is, is all <laughs> yeah, there we go. That was pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> There's a hat trick. You anyway, there. There you go. I'm sorry we watched this. Hey, whatever. Um, but uh, you know what? Uh, we just got a new kitten, so our lives are full of love right now. Just mm. going to put that out there. That looks like the old kitten. You trying to replace him? No, our, our, our current the, the cat. The old one was getting too That's big what to we said. We said to Sailor, we were like, see this? He's replacing you. No, our current cat likes him, and they, they are getting along. Mm-hmm. Um, they chase each oh, other. They haven't attacked each other. No, no, they chase each other around. Oh, that's they're playing. Good. So yeah, no attacking. Um, so yeah, cat update. Um, but any Master of Disguise is on Netflix if you want to watch. Yeah, check it, it out. I wouldn't recommend it. When Definitely is it going to get the 4K remaster? It's like still it's still in <laughs> HD. Got to release a bunch of uh, commentaries and an essay about the movie, and uh, you know all that good stuff. Dana wonder, Carvey. The Master of Disguise is how we felt after the tragedy of 9/11. That's right. Oh, God. I just. I'm just imagining just him in a turtle suit doing a moment or a minute a moment of silence. Yeah. And like, and then apparently right after the moment was up, the director was like, and action. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> turtle, 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 turtle. Oh my God. Well, there you go. I can scratch that off my, my secret list. So if you want to email the podcast, <laughs> we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Blue Sky at no such thing pod. Consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie. If you subscribe at the $5 level, you get access to over 100 bonus episodes. Um, we've got commentary tracks. Uh, we just released one on the, uh, uh, sorry, we just released a uh, bonus episode on Talk to Me last week, which is a movie that's in theaters. And... Uh, we're also about to uh, release a Q&A episode, so uh, if you want to hear us talk about things uh, and answer some questions, consider joining the, the Patreon, and we have uh, older Q&As posted up as well. And if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram and Blue Sky at April Atmansky. You can find me at all social platforms under DeCluj, D-E-C-L-O-U-X, and the letter J. And every week on the Important Cinema Club podcast. Uh, I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter, Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. Also on Blue Sky, I think, is Sergeant Zima. Um, you can also find me as uh, Pistachio Disguise. That might be <laughs> the worst name I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, it's great. Pistachio, I love it. Pistachio Disguise. Disguise. I am disgusted by <laughs> Disguise. <laughs> Those two things go hand in hand. So that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Turtle, turtle, uh, turtle. I, I, I'm April Atmansky. Turtle. I'm Colin Cunningham. What? I'm Master of Disguise. Oh, and I'm Justin DeClue. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. <laughs> 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 <laughs>